Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. Toshma. Israel Vegir Shruyan Megura Achas. A Jew and a convert who are dwelling in Megura Achas. Different interpretations of what that means. Let's see Rashi. Rashi says Megura Zloshin Gerinhu. It's a Gerin is a granary. Becholuk Bechadarim with different rooms. So there are different rooms within this granary, and each one has his own entryway into a courtyard. So they answer on each other. These two neighbors, the convert as well as the uh, born Jew, and then and the convert passed away on Friday on top of the Ayin Aleph Amar Aleph even though another Jew at this point it doesn't matter what type of Jew um, but for the purposes of Erev it would need to be another Jew so you have a reinstatement of the circumstance that you had before the passing of the convert of two dwellers that are opening up to the chatzar, to the courtyard. So then, Ose, there will be a prohibition, meaning for carrying in the courtyard without making an Eruv first. Okay, so in terms of the the wording, as I said, Megura, so the Ritva has a different interpretation. He says, Pirush Chatzar Achas, Miloshin Eretz Megurehan, the land of their dwelling. Umishum Gar Noket Hailishna, or Ger, I'm not sure what, what is he saying over here. Akopanim, the the etymology according to the Ridva is it doesn't need to be a garen, not, not a granary. He quotes Rashi. Begarin Achod. He says Vein Sarchakach, you don't have to come on to that. Bemagura Achas is Mukhatsar Achas. Straight. That's that's a straightforward interpretation. The Rambam, it, it appears, had a slightly different girsa. If you look at how the Rambam quotes this case in Hilchus Erevin, Perig Beis, Halachachas, Yisro Veger, Sheshruim, Bimaara Achas. So you have the same case being set up. It doesn't say Bimagur, it says Bimaara, which is a cave. Okay, so the, the whether it's a different girsa or a different idea of what the word Megura means, clearly everybody's understanding that we're setting up a case that because we have two dwellers with a 
a separated private space leading into a shared dwelling space of a chatzar courtyard. So there's a rabbinic requirement for an Eruv Chatzeros. And melding of the, the shared space um, that that uh, extends back to their private spaces, meaning that that they are expanding shared space, and and then uh, then they can carry from their their homes to the courtyard, the courtyard to their homes, without without a new problem. They make this a Okay, so what happened over here? The ger was nifter, he passed away, and then another Jew came and took his property. Oser. Rashi says, Hamachzik al-Hadar. So, the, the new neighbor who says, uh, Hello neighbor, I'm your new neighbor. Sorry about the passing of your previous neighbor. He will create an iser. Because now you have, have again a similar situation. And Rashi points out that the AFLP is a challenge over here, even though. Come on, part of my AFLP, Shehirsik. The terminology, even though, is a bit challenging because if you would not have anybody taking the property so you don't have the circumstance requiring an Eir Chatseros. You got one guy in a home, in a Chatser, on his own island, no problem. What do you mean AFLP? It's, it sounds like it's specifically because. Not even though. Okay, so we'll see but first, the continuation of this b'risa. Mishach So if this took place, the, the ger passed away after Shabbos already came in, it's already dark, then, then, even though you did not have another Jew acquire the properties of this ger, so he will not generate an iser. He will not restrict <clears throat> the ability to carry from the, the courtyard to the homes, the homes to the courtyard. So Rashi says, and this is what we spoke out. The, the guy coming in and laying claim to the assets of the dearly departed, th that would seem to be the source of the problem of why there's a need for Erevin altogether. With him, with him not coming, then the guy is Dayechide, he's, he's living by himself. There's no problem. 
That's what it should have said. If somebody else came, another Jew came, and acquired and reinstituted a similar circumstance of two Jews with private homes that lead into a shared courtyard, that's where you have a requirement for Erev Chatzeros, the merging of the courtyard or extension of the joint area, common area, back to the private area of the homes. It's not relevant when there's only one person there. It's all private. You need a second owner, second domain, to, to make this requirement. So the Gemara says, Gufa Kasha. How Gufa Kasha? This teaching itself is hard to understand. Amrit mi ba'od yom. We started in the first clause saying, even though he, he did this person coming to acquire the assets of the ger, so even though he did do so, so the, 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 the case is that the ger died during the day on Friday, and even though another Jew came to, to lay claim to these assets, the implication of even though is, and it's not even necessary to mention if he did not lay claim to it. Just the opposite. Had he not come altogether, we'd have no problem. So the Gemara is not sure how to eat this. What is it doing here? Amrav Papa. Emo Afalpi Shelo Let's try the other way. Even though there was not a second resident that came in and took the place of the Ger. Okay, so let's just think about this for a moment. Afalpi Shelo now, what exactly did it say? We had the ger dying, mi ba'odyom. Then, afopi, shelo hirsik yisrael acher, benachosov oseh. And that seems quite odd. Why should that be? Even though you do not have somebody else coming in, another Jew coming in, laying claim to these properties, Still, there would be a prohibition. Now, the Gemara quickly rejects this, and it says, The Gemara says, you can't, this is too big of a shift from the bright side. It's not a chesuri mechsera. It's not just something missing, and this is the way it should be taught. This is a radical 180, so the Gemara nips it in the bud and says, that doesn't work. But before the Gemara nips it in the bud, what was the thought process? Very strange. What was your papa's havamina? Afalpi shelo hirsik? So the, the ger died Friday afternoon. Another Jew did not come in. Nothing happened. You have the one neighbor who now is not a neighbor. He's on his own island now. Still, Oser. There's going to be a prohibition? What prohibition? Bonashalom, what's the question? What? what 
what did you gain? Let's see Rashi. Afapi shelo hechsik. Mi be'od yom. Mi'ad. Vihimten ad shecha shecha. Ah. So Rashi adjusts things for us. He says, it doesn't mean afapi shelo hechsik stam. Rashi says, because that's, then what's the havamina? Rav Papa has a havamina. Rav Papa is making a suggestion that would make sense. And he says, the havamina is afapi. So the, the new neighbor comes in to, to lay stake, lay claim to the dearly departed assets at night. It's already Friday night. I guess somebody forgot to tell him that he shouldn't be uh, acquiring assets on Friday night. Okay. All right. So in any event, that's what he did, though. Ve'ika hete lemiktza Shabbos. And now there's another element in play. The, the rule, as we saw earlier in Daf Ayinam and Beis, if you have a hete for mixas Shabbos, you'll have a hete for the entire Shabbos. The Eruv circumstance is such that you have a hetter coming in, you don't need to, to later change that even if the circumstance changes. Because when Shabbos came in, you had a hetter. So the hetter will continue. So that's, that's the AFLP, the way Rashi is explaining it. The rationale is, even though you have the, the, what appears to be a heter, the mix of Shabbos, because the new neighbor didn't come in until Friday night. Shabbos already came in a while ago. So at that point, the other neighbor who's by himself could certainly carry from his home to the chatzar, chatzar to his home. Now suddenly he bumps into a neighbor and says, hey, what's going on? He says, oh, I'm moving in. Friday night you're moving? So, well, the price was right. So he, he comes in. So we, we think, we would think there's a heta here because Shabbos came in and there was no restriction or requirement for Eru. No, but that's not actually what we're saying. Why? Because he had the power to already make the acquisition Mibodion. Maybe his, his moving truck was running late and he wasn't able to get there. Well, hopefully he's not uh, using a moving truck on Shabbos, but he only found out about it late and he was walking. And by the time he came in, it was after Chashecha. It was, it was after Shabbos came in. But technically speaking, the death of the Ger took place Friday afternoon. From that point, somebody could have come in. Just to to understand the the underpinning of this whole discussion, which we're going to try and flesh out further, but a ger shenizgayer, one of the things that happens is 
he is kekaton shenoladami, which has different halachic applications. It's considered a newborn and without familial relation to anybody, not when he's newborn with, into the Jewish nation. He's considered a descendant of Avram Avinu, of our first patriarch, but he is not at this point related to his previous family, or at least in any hierarchical sense, to the Jewish nation. He is he's a Jew, but without yichus, with, without a pedigree, per se. And when he dies, what happens to his assets? They essentially become hefker. Unless he has children after he was Megaya. So if he's Jew, has children, then his child is considered halachically the Yerish, the inheritor. And then his, his properties would not become hefka, would not become ownerless. But if he died before having children, after he joined the Jewish nation, so who would inherit him? There, he has no halachic relatives, and his property therefore would essentially become ownerless. So that's, that's why you have this dynamic, and people are apparently running over here to try and chaperone. Uh, to, to take this opportunity, since it would be feasible to acquire these assets right away after the death of the Ger. So if that happened on Friday afternoon, so the ability to have this new neighbor in the Chatzar began Friday afternoon. We don't say that there was a Heter with the beginning of Shabbos. No Heter. The, the ability to to acquire from the Ger already was from Friday afternoon. That's the way Rashi is learning. And it comes out that this domain, that Friday afternoon, before Dili departed, passed on, there were two domains here. There was his private home, and there was a shared area between him and his Israelite neighbor. And then, after his passing, the, the property that he owned is in limbo. Tluya ve'omedes. It's like hanging and waiting, standing. Velo And the bottom line, Rashi says is, you did not have a heter when Shabbos came in, because we didn't know what was going to happen. And when, after Shabbos came in, the new neighbor shows up and says, I'm here, I'm your new neighbor, it's all my stuff now. So, that is not considered the beginning of having a partnership, but rather the revelation of the resolution. What was going to happen with these assets that were tluin v'omdin? They were, they were hanging in the balance. What's going to be? But it's not viewed as a time of heter because it was an unsettled time. Rashi's giving the presumption underneath this analysis that somebody's going to acquire these assets uh, sooner or later. That, that seems to be the working presumption. Yes? If the Yisrael carries in, in this mixed property, 
while it's in limbo on Shabbos, and then somebody gets it, wasn't he Machal Shabbos retroactively? What do you mean? That he did Akira and Hanukkah? Yeah, in this mixed. The, the acquisition takes place, it takes one second. He needs to do an uprooting and transporting and setting down in order to have this Isser. So, if, if the Yisrael carried while the property was in limbo, carried from what? Where is carried he? Carried in, in the mix, in the. He's, he's just walking down on us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then somebody. So from when somebody acquires, he has no right to continue with it. No right to continue carrying. That's right. That's no, right. He didn't. He wasn't the Chal Shabbos retroactively. Correct. Okay. Correct. Keeping in mind, this is an Adinder Abana. The requirement to make an Eruv altogether in Eruv Chatzeris is Adinder Abana. Doraisa is Rosh The Torah views such a thing as a private domain. With one guy in, the, in, the, in a private uh, you know, island is no different biblically than these two separate homes that had a shared courtyard between them. And so it doesn't make a difference. Or a series of homes with a shared courtyard. That's, that's still called a Rishus HaYachid from the Torah's perspective. The Eruv expands that status as we spoke about earlier, by placing the, the bread, the whole loaf of bread in one of these homes, with everybody having access to it, so it's essentially expanding everyone on that, uh, that block's rights, not just a shared chatzar, not a shared domain, in, in the shared common area, but to extend that even into the private homes. And that's symbolically done by, they're, they're all having a right to some of the bread that's in one of the private homes. Okay, so, so what is this? How does this work? Let, let's take a look a little bit further. Let's see a little further. We saw what Papa said. Rashi adds, And then that would help us because there's a Havamina based on the idea that we would have thought you have a Heter. There's a, there's, we would have thought that there would be a Heter, a leniency, because when Shabbos came in, there was no neighbor over here. But the reason why it's still Asr's is because there's a prohibition, because he could have acquired it from the time of death of the, the first neighbor, the, the Ger, and therefore it's Asr. But the Gemara doesn't like this half minute. It says, The, the Lashon of the Brysa, the, the phraseology here, says even though the, the second Jew came and made an acquisition, doesn't say shalo hirsik, says shehirsik. And that's too big of a gap. It's not sur mesra, but that's a 180 which we're not willing to entertain. So here's another shot. Avapi shalo hirsik, maybe od yon. Elo mishechashecha. Okay. 
So, Kivon de Havle la Havsim about Yom, Oser Meshach Shecho. So this is this is a, a whole different, uh, a, a, a more elaborate phraseology. Right. So so, even though he did not grab onto it, the, the neighbor did not take his stake in this ownerless property after the death of the Ger on Friday. But rather, he took hold of the property and became a, a partner in the courtyard from after nightfall. Since he was able to do so, he could have made the acquisition earlier on Friday. So, Oser, Mishach Hashecha. I'm saying Oser, he will ask it. So, so here he's, we, we are maintaining the Lashen Shelo. Which is, which, which is uh, surprising. I Meaning before, when Papa said, That was our objection. Is it says, Right, the first part of this b'risa says, Afalpisha Hirsik Yisrael Achim. So we we are modifying it um, to essentially mean this idea. So it's it's And we would have thought that at that point he would not be able to answer. Kamash Malon, since he could have been machzik earlier, he could have acquired it earlier, so it, it does answer. And the conclusion of the Raisa, Mishcha Shecha, the second part, from when it got dark, if the Ger died in the, already after Shabbos came in, Afapi Shelo Hirsik. Yisrael Acher Eino Oser. So that's what the Brisa says. Even though you don't have a second Jew coming into this courtyard and and taking hold of the Ger's assets after he passed on, still Eino Oser. Frags the Gemara. has a question. Afalpi shelo hechsik Yisrael Acher velo miboy ki hechsik. Even though you do not have another Jew coming in, implies that certainly if another Jew came and took it in, that would be the status. But the Gemara is not pleased with that. ad just to the contrary, again, ki hechsik asa, or ki hechsik hudu asa, ki hechsik hu asa. Where do you have the problem 
in a similar parallel vein to what we said before, you have no need for an Eruv until you have two parties. So, even though you do not have another Jew taking, taking a partnership in this courtyard, so that would imply we don't even need to say if another Jew did take a portion in the courtyard that there's no problem. But we don't understand. Another Jew taking a portion in the courtyard would be nudging us towards, yes, having a problem. Not more obvious that there's no problem. So, Amr of Papa, Ema, Afalpi Shehirsik. Say, even though he was Mahsik. Switch the Lashen. Says Afalpi Shehirsik, say Afalpi Shehirsik. It says the opposite. So this is the way to to try and uh, read this in, in a, in a uh, creative way without just switching out the word low. Even though he acquired it at night, which is a reason to say that you have a, uh, a you have a partner over here now, but since he could not have acquired it earlier, because in the seifa of the of the bris, the second case, the ger died already after nightfall, Friday night, so he could not have acquired it Friday afternoon to generate a requirement for making an Eruv Chatzeros. So even though he acquired it Friday night, so still he cannot aser, he cannot restrict the ability to, to transfer from the homes to the courtyard, because he could not have acquired it earlier. It was not possible. The Gemara wants to know, it says in the, the first part of the case that there is a restriction. The Reisha, it says, Oser. Am I Oser? Nivata. Why should there be a restriction in the Reisha? Again, the case of the Reisha was the ger died Friday afternoon. And then Yisrael Acher comes and uh, is machzik in the Nechosim Friday night. We say there's no problem. I'm sorry, Afalpisha Hirsik. Kivan Havalila Hatim Bodion Oser, meaning since he could have made the acquisition already from day, we don't say that you had a heter, and you say there is a requirement. So why aren't we saying there's an, an Isser? Say that you could do Bittel. Amai Oser Nivato, meaning there's a, another Eitzah Tova. 
what happens in a regular case before this fancy case? A regular case, if a if a chutzer with two partners, they share this courtyard, and they have their private homes leading into the courtyard. What happens if they forgot to make an error, but they want to carry in the chutzer? So they have an etzah. One could be mevatel his rishus to the other, on Shabbos itself. Reuben and Shimon, they share a chutzer. Comes in Friday night, and they want to have a meal together in the chutzer. They need to bring out the table and the chairs and all the food. Reuben says, you know what, Shimon, we forgot to do a chutzer Friday afternoon. We forgot to do an Erev chutzeres. How about this? I'll be mevatel my rishus to you, and then I'll be like your guest. And Shalom al Yisrael, a guest doesn't ask her. They could do that. No problem. So why are we saying that there's an Issa here? We have a very simple solution. Be mavato. Let one be mavato to the other. So the Gemara answers, Enochanami. Mayoser namnitoni ad shivato. When we said that he answers, the new neighbor comes in, sets down his uh, stuff, says, I'm glad to be a member of this chatzar. Sorry about the loss of your, of your previous neighbor Friday afternoon. So he only answers until one of them is mavatal to the other. If one of them is mavatal to the other, so then there will not be a problem of carrying, and, and they will both be able to carry from their private homes to the chatzar, from the chatzar to their homes, within the chatzar, and all be mutter if one is mevatel to the other. That's one mahalach. Let's see how the Raman brings this down. Perik Beis Halacha Ches. In here, Yisrael Begir Shishruin B'Ma'ara Achas. Right, we saw this. His gear so is Ma'ara in a cave. Umei Sager Mevodyom, and the convert passes on Friday afternoon. Even though the new neighbor, which for the purposes of Erevin must be a Jew, does not uh, take stake of this property until Friday night, still, once he does so, he does generate an Iser, restricting the ability to carry in the Chatzir, until Bittel. Like we saw in the Gemara. What does it mean to Aser? Until Bittel. Why? Because he is like an inheritor. Wow, like an inheritor. What exactly does that mean? He's like an inheritor. Well, that really is, is going back to the previous sugya. And that's Ayn Amabez. To understand that, we should really look at the, the earlier halacha of Yerish. Let's see the din of Yerish. So it, the Ramah mentions it in Perik Beis Halacha Beis. Hamavatel Rishuso Stam Rishus Chatzero Bitel Rishus Beiso Lo Bitel. So he he needs to be mavatel in a certain way. If he doesn't specify, so only his rights to the common area are considered nullified to the other owners, but not his private home. 
Ramam says he's got to speak at the bittel to each member of the courtyard. And an inheritor who his relative died, he, the inheritor now can be mavatal rishos, even though the death took place on Shabbos. So, uh, Yaakov dies on Shabbos. Ruvain now comes to take Yaakov's property immediately. That's how Yerusha works. The transfer is immediate. The Yerush can be Mavato. Why? Yerush kom tachas marisho l'chol davar. This the Gemara mentioned on Ayin Ben-Bez, that the son is like the leg of the father, and he is coming into the place of the one who is bequeathing to him for all matters, including, for our context, Bittel. And he may do so on Shabbos. If you didn't make an Erev Chatseris, you could do Bittel Rishus. So the concept of Yerish being able to be Mavata Rishus is because he is taking the place of the one who he is inheriting. So, the, the, the idea of Brokhar Davua is kind of the, the opposite direction of the way we normally think of an acquisition. Right? The, the inheritor now has new assets. Yes, that's true, but unlike the normal way an acquisition takes place, that you could describe the process as the, these assets now have been acquired by whoever's acquiring them. By inheritance, it works really the other way. By the fact that the inheritor is considered an extension of the one who passed on, a living extension, so he takes the place of the one who passed on, it's as though he is going to the assets, as opposed to the assets going to him. There is somebody who died who owns assets. Right? And... Let's say, right, that guy, I mean, to, to maybe use a, a kind of a marshal, if he, uh, he takes a haircut. So we don't say, you know, the hair is gone, but the guy who remains still owns the assets, right? So, well, let's have a little more than his hair. We don't need to get gruesome over here. But the idea is, when the guy passes on, he's got a living leg. He has a surviving relative that will inherit him, that continues, and whatever is no longer here to hold on to ownership of assets in this world, no longer holds ownership of assets. But the remainder grows into the spot, as it were. That's the idea of Brokhar Davo. And for the purposes of Eruv, we're saying, since he is being brought to the assets in, as a stand-in, a continuation of the previous owner, let's say the father in the classic case, that's Yerish Kare De Avuah, Gemara. So the inheritor takes his place and he could be Mavata Rishos. And, and even though uh, he, he was not in, in a technical sense able to have done so before Shabbos.
but he, he's able to do so now. Meaning, on Shabbos, you already had basically an Isser in place. The, the, the Ger, or before you get to Ger, the classic case, a regular person who is on his deathbed and doesn't die until Shabbos comes in. So you ask somebody, are you, are you required to make an Eru if you want to carry in this in this courtyard? The answer is yes. They did not make an Eruv. There was no Bittu Rishos. You can't carry here. So there was an Isser when Shabbos came in. Isser when Shabbos came in, we say nonetheless, the inheritor taking the place of the dearly departed is an extension of him. So it's as though he can uproot that pre-existing Isser. Just like the inheritor just like the bequeather, rather, has the right to be So the same way he could, after Shabbos came in, say, you know, Reuben can say to Shimon, oh, we forgot to make an Eruv, I'll be Mavatul Marishos to you, and we'll, we'll have our Lil Shabbos Suda in the Chatzir, I'll bring the table, you bring the chairs, etc. That's, that's okay. The Yerish was, was not able to say, I forgot. Right? He wasn't able to make an Erev or be Mavatel earlier. So, so for him, that earlier status of requiring a, 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 an Erev to be able to carry is, it seems, insurmountable because there's nothing he could have done about it. He didn't own the property before. Nonetheless, since he is considered as a continuation, a leg of the father, so he has the ability to also uh, retain that right of Bizzle. So it's, it, it really gives a continuity. That's what the idea of Yerish does. So the Ramam is saying over here, in, back to our case with the Ger, in, in Halacha Ches, it says, Hamachsik Oser the non-related Israelite who comes and takes hold of the assets of the dearly departed Ger who passed on. So he did this on Shabbos. The Machsik will aser ad but he has the right to do bittel. Meaning we don't say that there was a haschala of Israel Shabbos that was insurmountable. He could claw back. Why? Shaharehu kiyarish. Because he's like an inheritor. Just like the inheritor is considered a stand-in of the father, so too the one who takes hold of the assets that essentially became Hefke from the Ger Shemis. So the, the, the actual halachic view is that he's, it's not a full acquisition from Hefke, but by acquiring these assets that were owned by the Ger, he becomes Keyarish. The, the implication here is that there's, there's just no Din Kedima. There's no, like we, we really started talking about this before. He's considered a descendant of Avram with no closest of kin. So therefore, the entire Jewish people are his relatives, if you will. There's no 12th cousin 16 times removed for him to say, oh, you're my closest of kin. 
Everybody's equally related to him. So therefore, whoever is Zoha, it's like a, a Birur, he is the Yerish. So, so he is the inheritor, and he is considered Ka'are Duvua. He's considered like the leg of the father. And even though the Ger had no closest of kin, but he's considered now, after the, uh, the Yisrael, it's Machsik, Benachoso, Achar Ptiroso, Shalhan Hager, he is considered like a Yorish. So he can be Mavata. That's, that's what the Ramam is saying. Right, so the Ridva asked the question, Amra Papa, Emo of Hulu, Ubedinu de Havilon le Mifrach, Imlo Hersik, Sham Yisrael, Lama Ze Ose. The Gemara could have asked this very basic question that if there would not be a second party in this courtyard, the, the second Jew didn't come in to take the property, so you don't have any reason to ask it. The ger died Friday afternoon. Convert died Friday afternoon. So coming into Shabbos, there's no problem. But the Gemara chose to ask a, a, a more direct question from the wording of this Brisa that it says Loshen Hirsik. Velo Efsher did Toi Tanakulehai de Oma de Yoma Alhein Lav Alavhein. But this type of error is, is too, too egregious. But basically the, the primary question could have been asked, the Rdva validates this question, that there's no problem. Why should there be a problem bechlal? Meaning, the the fact that we're viewing the second Jew who acquires the assets creates two two situations. It creates a, and this Rashi says that it creates a state of limbo that the properties are tzluyin tzluyav elmedes. And we don't view it as just a, a stable state that, hey, there's one guy who owns some of the property. He has a house and he has a chatzar that he happens to not have neighbors in. And there's another empty house across the street. Big deal. There's no need for an Arab here. We don't view it that way. We view it as, as a situation ripe for change. And that's that l'chaira is... Is, uh, is is the other side of this coin that we say that the one who acquires the assets is like a Yerish. As much as after he acquires the assets, he's considered like an inheritor from the convert, we say there's going to be an inheritor. We just don't know who he is yet. This situation is not a stable, hefker situation. It's not, it's not like it's... Uh, 
presume to continue this way without any isser on the horizon. We, we expect there to be somebody coming. On the other hand, the fact that he is a Yerish is also the salvation, as it were, that he'll be able to be Mavatal because he's coming in his stead. So it's, it's creating a, a mokum for Isser, and the terrets against that Isser is that he could be Mavatal. Rabbi Yochanan Omar Masnisa Moni Beshamahi. Rabbi Yochanan says a different idea. That this Brisa is Beshamai. Meaning, the Brisa says that Yisrael Vegeh Shurim Bemugur Achas, or Meis Ger Mebe Odyom, Afopish Yersik Yisrael Acher Menachosef Oser. What is that talking about? And the continuation, It's talking about Shittus Beis Shammai. He's the one who's saying this. And we don't need to try and apologize for the strength of the wording Oser and say, well, it only means until Bittal. We could learn Oser in the full sense of the word. He generates a prohibition that is standing and irrevocable. But who's the, the author is Beis Shammai. And what is the, the reason? Beis Shammai, it says in the Mishnah, that's the Mishnah, Samech Tesem Beis, Beis Shammai, the Amri, ain bitl reshus b'shabbos. Beis Shammai says no bitl reshus on Shabbos. The whole idea of bitl reshus cannot take place on Shabbos. Did not. Beshamah says the only time you can do a, a transfer over here, Nesinus Roshos or Bittel, is Friday afternoon. Can't do it once Shabbos comes in. Beshamah is the one who says you can do it after night. It's already Friday night, so what? You could still do Bittel. Amar Ula, my time at Beshamah. Ulo explains, what is the reasoning of Beis Hillel who allows you to be mevat or just to nullify one party of the, this chotzer, uh, the, the courtyard, can nullify his domain, his rights to the domain, and essentially become a guest of the other party. Why can he do that on Shabbos? Nasek Omer, Yafos. He's able to do it. It's like one who says, Yafos. See Rashi? If somebody takes truma, he separates truma, the tithe, or the, the gift for the kohanim, the truma, on his friend's produce, which is what his friend is supposed to do. And he, he decided that he's going to help his friend. Shalom it was, it was not uh, in accordance with his friend's will. So Tosa speaks out that the, the case of the Mbamasi is actually, he says that he, he went beyond the call of what he was asked to do. He, he set aside from the fanciest, nicest produce instead of from the average produce. So then, because he wasn't told to do that, maybe he's not doing what the owner of the field wanted. Maybe he wants to take an even spread, average, not only from the best. So once the emissary does set aside this truma, 
He sets aside this, this gift for the Kohanim from the best. Now what happens? The owner of the field comes, sees what happens. He sees what happened. Why don't you go buy the better ones? They're even better ones than these. Why don't you take from those? That's what he said. If it's meant as a straight statement, there really are better ones. Just two rows down, there's better produce. And you could, he's, the, the Balabais is saying, why don't you take from the even better ones? So clearly he's expressing that he's pleased with the friend who's acting as his emissary to set aside from the better produce. And it's a good hafrashas truma. It works. He's, he's doing his job. So, it's, it's viewed as within the parameters of the original establishment of agency. He appointed him as an agent to set aside Trumo. Didn't say exactly what type of produce. When he says, oh, why don't you take the better? He's showing that that was included from the best is what he had in mind. But, if he didn't have better produce, and he's being sarcastic, he says, oh, why don't you take from better? The guy doesn't have better. So then he's saying, I didn't want you to take from the best. I wanted you to take from the average. So then it's a negation, saying that's not what I meant when I appointed you shliach. And it's not, it doesn't work. Okay, so in the case where it does work, right, that's what Rashi is saying is the dimmion of the comparison over here. Hachanami. Kivon debatil hashto. Kolidaito demikaram bishayusa nicho. Since now he's revealing that he wants to do bitul rishos, he's showing that his original will was to have a heter, a permission to carry in the chatzer. He forgot, something happened, he didn't make an eruv. Whatever happened, happened, but he really wanted to be able to carry in the eruv. And by now doing a bitul, he's revealing that that was his original will. It's not a problem of transferring domain, dominion on Shabbos, which would be a problem. It's, it's a type of Mecca for Memkai. If, if, you're, if you're engaging in uh, transferring rights of ownership on Shabbos, so you can't do that on Shabbos. You can't engage in, in uh, commercial transactions on Shabbos. So he's saying it's not that he's, the way Beis Hill views it, is that he's just revealing what he originally wanted. He originally wanted that there should be a heter, a, a permission to carry in this courtyard, and he forgot to make the roof, so he's being misal, he's, he's being, uh, he's being mavatal or shus now as a gilidas of his original ratzon. But not that there's a, a brand new change of heart transaction. It's, it's really just a, a revelation of what he originally wanted. Abaye says that Savar is not going to help in this case, which will have a similar din. If you have a chotzer with three neighbors, three homes with a shared courtyard in between them, one of the neighbors is non-Jewish, two of the neighbors are Jewish. So you need to make an Eruv in such a case. And... If the non-Jew passes on, on Shabbos, now you're left with two neighbors, 
and you don't have the ability to do uh, a bitzel reshus in a case where there is a nachri. It only helps in a case where there are two Jews. Where there's a nachri who owns rights to this courtyard, bitzel's not going to help. Even if Reuven is Mavatel Shimon, or Shimon to Reuven, you still won't be able to carry. So you can't just have a giluidas of what they wanted, that he really meant to do it earlier. It wouldn't have helped earlier, because earlier, the third owner on this courtyard would have prevented that from having any halachic significance. So you can't say it's just a, an expression of what he originally wanted. He forgot that this is what he meant. So therefore, Abaye rejects Ula's explanation of Beis Hillel. Rather, this is what the debate between Beishamai and Beishelel is about. Beishamai says, it is a problem of a commercial transaction. nullifying One party nullifying their ownership stake in this courtyard to his, his neighbor is effectively a commercial transaction. Prohibited. You must do it from Friday. You cannot do it when Shabbos comes in. That's what Beishamai says. And it answers, Beishelel Savre is the Luke Rishus of Almahu. It's the Luke Rishus of Shabbos Shapidomi. Beishelel says, no, it's not a commercial transaction. He's just removing himself from the equation. He's not like selling his rights. He's just removing himself. And then automatically the other guy's rights expand. He's the only guy in the Chatzit. But it's not that he's transferring what he has to the other guy. It's a siluk. He's just slinking away. And that's not a commercial transaction. That's what Beis Hillel holds. The Mishnah. Balabais Shahaya Shutov, the Shrenov, the Zebiyan, the Zebiyan, Einon Trichin, the they have three owners whose homes come into a shared courtyard. And one of the homeowners makes an eruv with wine. So you have one, he's, he's got wine in, in common. Uh, I'm sorry, it's, it's a shutif. Shay shutif, the shechenah. Rashi speaks out, Shebimavui. Rashi says, we're talking about a Mavui. So that's a, an alleyway. L'shem shutfus ba'alma, v'lo l'shem shituf. He's not trying to do a halachic structure of a shituf mavos. That's not what he's trying to do, which is to allow the, the homeowners to carry in the alleyway which leads into the Rosh Hashanah, to the public thoroughfare, which is a little different than Eruv Chatzeros of, of the courtyard. That's, what the, that's not what they're trying to do. They just have a business deal. They're partners in business. They've got wine. They're owning wine together. Rashi lets us know that the Gemara says it's in one vessel. No need for an Eruv. 
meaning the business is adequate. The fact that they are partners in wine, so they are enough partners that they don't need to make a sheet of mavos. However, if one homeowner has a partnership with one party of a joint deal in wine and the other joint deal in oil, so they will need to make an Eruv or Shituf Mavos. Rashi says, Ainze Shituf Echod. It's not one deal. They cannot rely on this business partnership to, to construe their relationship as partners, general partners. Rashi says they need two vessels. Rashi is very into the vessels here. Right? One vessel, good. Two vessels, bad. Not enough. And then they would be required to make a classic shituf mavos. That's the Tanakhama. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, no, it doesn't make a difference whether they are partners in wine, all three of them partners in wine, or partnering in wine and oil, doesn't make a difference. They can still rely on their business partnership to be construed as enough of a partnership that they do not need to be viewed halakhically as distinct independent entities and that will count to, to prevent the iser that they, don't, they, they won't need to, to come on to a sheet of mavos the, the partnership that will permit them to carry in the alleyway won't be necessary corner of Shimon even with the, the different goods of oil and wine. Omar Rav, Ubekliachod, right? As Rashi promised, right away the Gemara gets to it. One vessel. Everybody seems to view this as critical, at least the halacha. Ubekliachod. Omar Rav, Daikonami diktoni, Lezebiyain, Lezebishemen, Srikhan Larif. Bimadaik from the mission itself. It says for this one in wine and this one in oil, there is a need to make an Eru. That's what the Tanakama says. If you say that Rav's assertion that the context of the Mishnah is focusing on whether you have one vessel or not, so everything goes well. Wine, you could put in one vessel and Oil and wine, you don't put in one vessel. Elit Amit Resha Bishnekalim, the Sevish Nekalim, Maliyandiyan, Maliyandashemin. If you say that both first and second cases are talking about two separate vessels, so anyway, it's two separate vessels, why should the 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 viewing of their their joint partnership make a difference? whether it's wine in two vessels or oil in two vessels. Either way, it's differentiated and should be roughly the same. We won't view it as a, as a joint ownership, as it were, when it's in two vessels. That's, that's his Hanukkah. 
Abayid disagrees. Yain v'yain roi la'arev. The wines, even if they are in two vessels, could be mixed into one vessel. Yain v'shemen ain roi la'arev. But wine and oil don't belong in one vessel. So therefore, the critical factor is not are there actually two vessels or one vessel, but Abayi is saying the critical factor is does it make a difference whether there's one or two vessels? If you need two vessels, that will show us a breakdown of their partnership that, that is not going to carry over to, to obviate the need for making sheet of mavos. Right? Not like the Tanakamo, he says it doesn't make a difference. So the whether it's wine and oil or wine and wine, they they will not need to do the classic sheet of Mavos. And it seems that when Rabbi Shimon is saying this, he doesn't mean, uh, I mean, what, what, what is he talking about when he says that there's no need for an Eruv? When one, one set of, of, uh, of the three, I mean, let's say there's one Balabais, one neighbor, he's, he's got a, a deal with oil, and one neighbor, he's got a deal that they have shared wine. What is the, the case that we're discussing? A case that is, is a courtyard in between two alley, alleyways. We've got an alleyway on either side of the courtyard. And Rabbi Shimon is going according to his reasoning. Rabbi Shimon says in a case where you have three courtyards, one leading into the next. So you have a middle courtyard and an outer courtyard on either side of that middle courtyard. And they all have access to a public thoroughfare. So if each of the outer courtyards made an Eruv Chatzerus, with the middle courtyard, meaning the middle courtyard is the popular one, and the people who want to carry and transfer from both courtyards to the middle courtyard. But the people in the outer courtyards don't care to, 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 tra to, to carry from one extreme courtyard to the other extreme courtyard. So they didn't bother making an Eruv that extended that far. So you have two Eruvim going on. So the middle courtyard is permitted to, to transfer things, people are permitted to transfer from that courtyard to either of the courtyards on its sides. That, that's okay. But the outer Erevin, the, the outer uh, the outer courtyards are restricted from each other. They're also allowed to carry to the middle courtyard, each one, but just not to each other. Kati. Yes. So why can't they just take it to the middle courtyard, put it down, and then pick it up and then move it? Maybe they could. But they cannot, they cannot transfer from 
the outer courtyard to the outer courtyard, either outer courtyard. They are restricted because there's no Eruv between them. Amar le Abaye, mi dami hasam. Is that similar? Abaye is not happy with his dimin. Ktani, shtayim, chitsonos, asurus, zuim zu. Over there, in that case, where Bishimin says that you have a restriction in part, so that's very good. And, and to, when you've said that explicitly, we understand that. But to say that's what Rabbi Shimon means over here, that, he says, There's no need for an Arab altogether. It doesn't say that the Balabais, the middle uh, enterprising homeowner over here, has a partnership in, in business with, with wine with one partner and with oil with the other partner. It doesn't say that he's allowed to carry in the chatzar, but, but they're not. They're restricted because they're not partners entirely. It doesn't say that only he has permission. It says there's no need for an Arab altogether. No, maybe it does mean it. Maybe it just means there's no need for the neighbors to make an Eruv with the Balabais. The Balabais, the one who's got partnerships with both other parties, so he's got these business deals that he's already partnered with them. He doesn't need an Eruv. But they would need an Eruv. Right? Rashi says, Okay, there are different interpretations over here. Uh, Rashi says, Zupi Rashi Virishanira Be'enai. He likes the first way. Okay, so so the interpretation of, of Rabbi Shimon, what is he coming to, to be matir, is, is controversial. And now we're going to have another interpretation. Top of Ayn Alpha Mebeis. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Rabbi Shimon Verabonah, Bepluksa, Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, Verabonah, Kamiflagi. That the Tanakhama and Rabbi Shimon of our Mishnah are arguing about the same points that are discussed in another Machlokas Tanoim between Rabbi Yochanan Menuri and the Rabbanah. Ditzna, if a Mishnah teaches, Shemen Shesof Agabiyayin, oil that is floating on top of wine, the Nogat and then a person who is a Tvulyom, which means that he has gone to mikvah and he needs Harav Shemesh, needs the sun to set, he touches the oil, so in that state, he will only passel the Shemesh, no passel Ella Shemesh Bilvat, he will only invalidate that oil from being consumable to those needing a state of purity, Meaning to, that, that it will have a status of... It, it will, the Tvul Yom will only invalidate 
the floating oil, according to the Rabbanon, Rabbi Yochanan Menuri Omer Shnehen Chiburin Zelazeh. But Rabbi Yochanan Menuri is Machmer, he says, no, the fact that the oil is floating on top of the wine doesn't mean that it's only as though he's touching the, the Tzful Yom is touching the oil. They're touch, the, the oil is touching the wine, so he's, he's touching a block of oil and wine, and they're considered one. So, we have this machlokis already in Tvul Yom. Rashi says, Rav Yosef Omar, Le'olam Movwi Echot, K'nmi Kara, V'kamis Rav Shimon Hochi Havi Chad Eruv, Rav Shimon Krib Yochan Ben Nuri Sfirle. Hechi Havi Chad Eruv, Rav Shimon Krib Yochan Ben Nuri Sfirle. That Rabbi Shimon, who is more lenient than the Tanakhama, and says even oil and wine can generate a, a partnership that will obviate the need for a shituf mavos, of, of the joining it up into the alleyway. Rabbi Shimon says that he holds like Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri, who says oil and wine could go in one vessel and they're considered connected and attached. We don't say that they, they're fundamentally separate. According to the Rabbonon, let's say if the Tvulyom touches the floating oil, he is not considered as though he has touched and invalidated the, the wine that's beneath the oil. So they say, no, it's essentially like two vessels, even if it's in one. It's not, it's not together. It doesn't generate a unified partnership. So that's Rav Yosef's interpretation. So, in terms of the, the psak over here, we have a big machlokas. Had a, had a paskin. The Ramam is machmer. The Ramam says, Perkei. Melchus Erevin. Members of an alleyway that have a shared food for business purposes, they've all bought in to some food item. All three have partnership in wine. Or in oil. Doesn't matter, it could be honey. Anything. They don't need to make a special, fictitious, joint partnership in order to be able to carry from their homes into the alleyway, or the other way around. They can rely on their partnership, all three of them having one item. Oil, wine, honey, it does not matter. It needs to be one type. Like the Tanakama says, oil, uh, wine and wine is good, but wine and oil is not good. Not like Rabbi Yosi. And not, I'm sorry, not like Rabbi Shimon. Ubikli echot. And, like Rav said, you have to have one vessel. If it's wine and two vessels, or three vessels, it's not enough of a business partnership to generate a, a status of partners that does not require shituf mavos. Now, 
Then they need to make a special shituf for Mavos, Shabbos, which as we saw earlier, shituf Mavos is more lenient than Erev Echetzerus. Erev Echetzerus requires a whole loaf of bread. Whereas shituf Mavos, and it needs to be placed in a house, shituf Mavos is, is more lax and it does not require a particular food. It could be other foods. Uh, and it... it, it doesn't need to be placed in a home either. It could be it could be placed in anywhere that's nikah, the Ramam says. Now Kopanim, it's if they have one item in one vessel, even though it's just for business, that's enough. They're they're partners enough that they, there's no need for Shitif Mavos. That's how the Ramam Paskins. Now here if you look at the Ain Mishpat, you'll notice a curious thing. It, it quotes the Rambam, and it quotes the Tur in Simon Shin Samech Vav. And normally, you'd expect the Tur and Shulchan Aruch to be in the same location. Why is that? Because Shulchan Aruch is following the orderings of the Tur. So this is what we would expect, but that's not what it says. It says, in the tour, Orachaim, Simen Shin Samachvav, but Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shin Pevav, Sivkim Obagav. So, this is quite a, a fascinating deviation from the overwhelming uh, codification of halacha where there's a straight lockstep. Shulchan Aruch codifies things typically in the same Simen as the tour, he's following the same structure. Same chapters, not over here. So this is quite shocking. Even though the halacha is brought both by the Tur and the Ramah and the Haggah. Totally different simon. What is going on? Okay, so let's take a look first at the Tur. The Tur in simon, Shin Samervov. Balabai Shaya Shutuf im Shchenov You have one member of this. Uh, this collection of, of families and neighbors, and he's he's generating a partnership in business. Even if one, there are three neighbors, one of them he makes a partnership with wine, and the other one with oil. He says, no need for making a Shabbos shituf for shituf mavos. No need for eruv. They just did it for business. But don't forget what Rav said. It has to be in one vessel. Right? That the tour agrees to. So it appears that he's paskining uh, like Rabbi Shimon, not like the Tanakamo. And the Meiri says that the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon. The Ramam says that Allah is not like Rabbi Shem in the in Pirish Mishnais. Okay, Machlokas for Shonim had a paskin over here. But what's going on with the Simonim? Let's take a look at the Beis Yosef. Hey, Beis Yosef is the author of Shulchan Aruch. This Allah doesn't belong in Simon Shin Samachvav. Wrong location. What is Simon Shin Samachvav about? 
Eruv Echad Seirus. Eruv Echad Seirus. As we mentioned, Eruv Echad Seirus has more stringent requirements. Who's talking about wine or, or oil? Either way, for Eruv Echad Seirus, you need bread. A whole loaf even. So the, the Beis Yosef is up at arms. He says, the tour, you're, you're putting the Salah in the wrong place. Rabbi Yaakov Tur, you were putting this in the wrong halacha, it should be in Simon. Shin Pevav, which is disgusting, which is where the Ramal brings it. Okay, so quite, uh, quite fascinating. What is up with the tour? Right? Why is he bringing it in Halachas Erev Chatzeros? So the Dachim Moshe over here, he says, Upashiru, the Diver Rabbeinu Khan Lilmud Mimenu, Le'inin Erev Bepas. Kamoshu Adin Le'inin Shituf Be'yayim Veshemen. He says, don't have a connection. You're right. The main place is later on, because it is a Halacha concerning Shituf Emavos, of, of generating a partnership in an alleyway not of merging the courtyard, extending that to the private homes. So it's a, it's a different, less rigorous structure is where it's home, the correct address. But he's bringing it here to tell you that if they're partnering in bread, you have the same halakha would apply. They have, they have a, a, a big basket of, of loaves, one vessel, their partner's in it, same halakha. Okay. I mean, it would be nice for the tour to have mentioned that, if that's why he's bringing it here, but okay, that is what the Dachimosha says. Basically, he agrees with the Beis Yosef. Of course, we see how he paskins. When he does bring it Lacha, he does bring it later in Simon Shimpevov, which is the discussion of Shitufemavos. But he, he gives an excuse for the tour. So it's not, not terrible. There is something to be learned over here in Erube Chatseros as well. The Bach. As a different teretz. And so, so far, Beis Yosef throws up his hands, no teretz. The Ramah, Nagin Moshe says, we can learn something to this, to this location as well, by bread. Says the Bach. Because of Beis Yosef, this halacha does not belong here. This halacha, whether you pass can like the Rambam that says, Tanakamo, it must be wine through and through in one vessel. Or it be Shimon, it says you can mix and match. It doesn't matter. It doesn't belong here. We're talking about Shitubim Mavos. Shamu Makomo. Akdan Lashon. Lafianias Daiti Nira. The Bach does give an answer. Shirabedum of Farish to Dafke Lechan Chila be unpass. A massive Chidish. It says that which we require bread for Erev Chatserus. That's only al-chachila. That's plan A. Plan A, use bread. Use a whole loaf of bread. Any food item is good enough. As long as it gives sustenance, you can use it even for Erev Chatseros. That's why it's in Shin Samer Vav, which is the halachas of Erev Chatseros. This is the implication of the Gemara earlier, Daf Memtes. Over there, the Gemara says, you want to know what's excluded from Eruv? Money. You can't use money for Eruv. 
Avil Yevid. The Gemara over there is talking about even if you did it, money is worthless for an Arab. You cannot just join up uh, in, in a part, uh, own, shared ownership in money. It will not generate an Arab for Chatzeres. Even the Yevid. Chen Kozav Rashi, Vavra Ben Yehonason, Reish Bechol Ma'arvin, Deiru Chatzeres Nami Bechla, Chen Hu Biyushalmi, that is why the tour brings this halacha here. to teach you. That if it was done, and over here they're not even trying to make an Eruv or a Shituv. But it works. We want to talk about what works. It works, and therefore he brings it in the halacha of Eruvei Chatzeres. That's the Bach Seretz. Okay, continuing. Tanya. Belozer ben Todai Omer, Echod ze ve'echod ze tzrichin la'ariv. We have a b'raisa that Belozer ben Todai says both this and that need to do an Eruv. So he's more machmer. We just finished describing in this Mishnah the gap between Tanakama, who's a little bit more machmer, says Yain B'Shemen is no go, whereas Rabbi Shimon is matir, the partnership of even Yain and Shemen. Rabbi ben Todai is on the other extreme. He says, even Yain V'Yain, even if the partnership is wine all across the board, they still need to make an Eruv and an, a joint partnership deal for business will not obviate the need for an Eruv. Rabbo pushes back on the position of Rabloza ben Todai and he says, even Rabloza ben Todai will agree with the Tanakama in a case where they've got one big vat and the partners all come with their own private jugs of wine and pour it into the vat. That even he will say, for business purposes, they've all mixed their own wines into one kli, there's no need for an Eruv. Where is the debate? When does Rabbi ben Todai say, now you need to make an Eruv for Shabbos? And the Tanakhama says, no, wine and wine is good enough. Where do they disagree? When the partners buy, in partnership, one vessel that holds wine. What's the difference? Rabbi ben Todai says, this is not going to be considered differentiated Brera normally means retroactively. Here is not exactly retroactively, but it means not differentiated. What did they do? They they purchased together. They 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 all paid together for this large vat of wine. Rabbanu Savriyesh Brera. Rabbanu say no problem. Even though they didn't pour in their own wines and mix it together in one vessel, it still is good enough. How does Rashi explain this? 
רש"י, זה בא בגלל המשפח, חן זה עד שמולו חוויס, אפילו שלא לשם שיתוף, עשו, מתחילו, סומכן עליו, שהרי הביא כל אחד יין, אבל לא קחו חוויס יין בשותפיס, ספירה ללבן תודאי, אין ברירה, והבלו כמי שנשתתפו במוס. It's as though they're partnering in money. שלא הוברה יין לכל אחד ואחד. They bought it together. We never had a, a gathering of wine that was owned privately and now being merged. So when they just bought it together, there's, there's no merging process, according to Elizabeth ben Todai. You just have, essentially, a partnership in money. And as we saw, partnership in money does not help even be evident. That's what Gemara says earlier. So Elizabeth ben Todai views it that way. The Chamim say no. Yes, they... It's correct, they bought it in partnership, but it's in one vessel, it's one commodity over here, so it's one item of wine or oil, it doesn't matter what it is, but it's one thing in one vessel. It's good enough, even though it's just for business, to, to not require a separate sheet of mavos. So that's the machlokas, limiting the extent of Rablaz ben Todai. That's what Rabo is doing. Rav Yosef Amar, Rablaz ben Todai, so Rav Yosef has a different interpretation of the Machlokis between Rav Yosef and the Brisa and the Rabbanon, the Tanakama of our Mishnah. What do they argue about? Shituf b'mokom Eruv. Eruv meaning Eruv Chatseris. Shituf, Shituf Mavos. Demar Savar ein Somchen. One holds that you cannot rely on one and you must do the other. And the other says, no, you can rely on one for the other. There are two procedures, right? Merging of the chatzer, extending that joint usage to the private homes. That's er chatzers, as we said, generally, lechachila, everybody agrees, bread, one loaf of bread in one of the homes, whereas the shituf, shituf mavos, is in the alleyway, could be put in the, in the chotzer, in a, in a, it doesn't need to be a home, and it could be food, doesn't have to be bread, slices of bread, it doesn't make a difference, doesn't need to be whole. It's a, a more loose process, not as, as uh, restricted. Do they argue about when you have a, a series of, of ownership structures, you have Chatseros, and you have Mavaos, and you have the same parties that are partners in both. So is, is it good enough? Can you rely on one for the other? So they've already, you know, here we already showed that a business deal, they didn't do anything for Shabbos. They just generated a business deal is enough for Shituf and Mavaos. What about, uh, can there be a smichos from making a Shabbos joint deal for one to the other? From the, the courtyard to the to the shared alleyways. Amr of Yosef, where am I getting this idea from? Because Rehuda said in the name of Rav, the halacha is in accordance with Rabbi Meir. Vamarav, the Amr of Bruno, Amarav, and Rabuna said in the name of Rav, halacha ben Todai. So if two teachings coming in the name of Rav, one saying the halacha is like Rabbi Meir, another like saying that the halacha is 
like Rabbi Lazar ben Todai. My taima, lav mishum dechad taimahu, is the reason not, because it's one underlying reason, meaning both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar ben Todai are essentially coming from the same place, and Rav Paskins both because he understands that their, their perspective is the same perspective, and he's Paskining both. And, and Rav Yosef is saying, what is this idea of that, that Rav is, is being stringent here and saying, Paskining like Rav Lozman Tudai and Rabbi Meir, saying, Ein Somchen, do not rely on one partnership for even for Shabbos, for the other uh, required partnership merger on Shabbos. Amalei Abaye, Abaye disagrees with Rabbi Yosef. If it's really, truly one thing, so why did Rav bother saying two separate halachas? Just say one and we have no the other. Halakamash Mlan. What is he coming to teach you? That we do not extrapolate one, well, we don't do literally two chumras in Erevin. There's a general rule in Erevin that we pass in we go with the lenient one. And he's saying that even though the Savara would normally tell you, hey, if you pass in like one, you can extend that to the other because they're similar. But since an Erevin, we, we do not have this uh, license. We're, we're, we're biased towards leniency in Erevin. The whole, the whole halachas of Erevin is really uh, essentially a chumrah. So we're biased towards the leniency. So therefore, Rav felt it necessary to, to not leave things to, uh, to that bias and to tell you each one, both... Rabbi Lazar ben Todai and Rabbi Meir that ain't somchin. You cannot rely on one partnership to to be effective for the other partnership. Because of this concept, he's he's teaching you to love dinan Okay, what is this Rabbi Meir? We've referenced Rabbi Yosef has introduced this Rabbi Meir. What is this famous Rabbi Meir that we are equating with Rabbi Lazar ben Todai? Umay Rabbana, and who is he arguing with? Ditanya. They are brought in a brisa. Ma'arvin bechatzerus bepas. To make an air of chatzerus, a merger of courtyards. That requires bread. Vimrotzel arviyain ein ma'arvin. And if they want to ditch the bread and use wine, don't do it. Don't make an air that way. Now, as we saw, according to the Bach, it just means. It's still not l'chachila, but if they actually did it, it works, right? But still, still It's not l'chachila. Now, switching over, not from the courtyard, that they're, we're now talking about shitof mavos, a partnership in the alleyways. That can be done, b'yayin. You can make a shitof b'yayin. And if they want... They could do shituf mavos, the partnership to allow them to carry from their homes into the alleyways, or from the chutzpah to the alleyways, or the other direction. They may not, uh, they're not restricted that they can only use wine. If they want, they can use bread. There's a machlokas roshanim over here. 
exactly what this means. Tosa says, Mishatim Mavui Beyayin, Mashmak Tas, Lachachila Beyayin, Mitzvah Yoser Nebepas. It's Mashma a little bit, Tosa says, that Lachachila, Shitov Mavos, should be with wine and not bread. And he says, Maybe there's, there's an advantage of using wine to, to indicate that you're doing a sheet of mavos, a partnership in the alleyway, as opposed to using bread, which is the requirement for Erev for, for the merging of the courtyard. Rashi says, the other way, Rashi says, Kol pass would help. It's, it's, pass is the, the ultimate. Bread is the ultimate. Unifier. Okay. It says, Shituf Mavos is more loose in terms of what's required. There's a debate whether wine is ideal or just something you can use, but you certainly could use bread. And we make an Eruv Chatseros, a merger extending the joint property of the courtyard to the homes. And we also do a sheet of mavos. And we also generate partnership in the alleyways. Why both? In order that the children should not forget Taras Eruv. We want them to know that there's a need for Eruv. What, what are we worried about? They'll say, hey, uh, our fathers didn't make Erevin. Well, you know, maybe, maybe some other Jewish people have such a minig, but our fathers ne- never made Erevin. Really, the fathers just did Shittuf Mavos. They had this uh, wine <clears throat> in, the, in the Chatzar, in order to carry it in, the, in the alleyways, but they didn't do an Eruv, putting the bread, the loaf of bread, loaves of bread, in the individual homes. And the children might say, we never saw an Eruv take place. That's not our minig. So therefore, there's a requirement to do both. Divrei Rabbi Meir. That is the famous Rabbi Meir. V'chachamim omrim, omarvin omishtafin. The chachamim disagree. They say you don't have to do overkill. One is enough. They can either set up their wine or even bread in the alleyway, or in the chatzer, in order to, uh, in, in the courtyard, in order to permit carrying in the alleyways to the courtyards, to the homes, everything will be fine. You don't also need to, need to do separately Eruve Chatseros. You could do one or the other. Oma Arvin Omishtafin. Pligi Ba Ribnuchumi Virabo. Now there's a debate concerning the parameters of this debate. What, what, is, what are Rabbi Meir and the Chacham arguing about? Chad Omar Bipas Tikuliamalo Pligi. One of them holds that when bread is used, so everybody agrees that only one is necessary. If you use bread, then either the merging of courtyards or the partnering in the alleyways is sufficient. Bread conquers all. Just do one, that's fine, even according to Rabbi Meir. Where do they disagree is by wine. That's one position. One says that by wine, 
the opposite. Everybody agrees that you need to do both Erev Chatzers and Shituvim Avos. Kipligi Bepas. Where is the debate? When bread is used, then Rabbi Meir still requires both Erev Chatzers and Shituvim Avos, and the Rabbanans say, no, use bread, not necessary. Meisveh. Gemara is not so pleased with this interpretation. If you go back, the, the teaching of the Brisa says, when it gets to the opinion of Chachamim, it says, Either or. My love, The standard way of making an Eruv Chatseris is with bread, notwithstanding the Bach's Heter, or Bidyeved, saying it works with, with anything else. And Mishtafin, Stam Shit of Mavos, is with Yain. Certainly Kornetosus, that's the mitzvah Lachachila. So, if that's what the Chachamim say, so Rashi speaks out, My love, V'kasha Lamanda Omar B'yayin Lopligi. This is now a kasha on, we had a, a various versions of what they argue about, Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim. According to the opinion, that by wine, they don't disagree, and they say, that even the Chachama will agree, by wine, you, you need both Shit of Mavos and Erev HaTzerus. So how do you read this? The Chachamim said, O Mishtatfin, O Me'arvin, O Mishtatfin, and the Pashat Mishtatfin is by Yayin. So it sounds like wine is enough. If you just did Shitufei Mavos with, with Yayin, with wine, so you, you, didn't, you don't need, according to the Chachamim, to do any more Erev Chatzeros. Amrav Gidol, Amrav Hachikamai. This is what's meant to be said. Either they made an Eruv Chatzeros with bread, and therefore, after they did the merger of the courtyards with bread, they can also carry in the alleyway. Or, they did a shitufe mavos, not with a standard wine, but the supercharged way, Rashi with bread, or Kornatos is a little harder. That that the shitufe mavos is in this case like eruve chatzeros, and it was with bread. Since they use bread, which is the star of the show for eruv and required for eruv lechachil at least, so that's good enough. Mutarin kamikan, and they do not need to also make. An Erev Chatzeres, if they did the Shitu from Avos, with Pas. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rav. How do we pass it in this Machlokas? Halacha ki Rabbi Meir. We pass it like Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is the one who says, we're afraid that Tinokas will forget. Again, it's a Machlokas, what Rabbi Meir holds. But he's the one who is Machmir and says, we are concerned. At least relative to the Chachamim. The Rav Huna Amar Minig Ke Rabbi Meir. Rav Huna says less. Rav Huna says, we don't pass like Rabbi Meir. The Minig is like Rabbi Meir, yes? Um, according to uh, Rabbi Meir, why can't you just tell the children that this is about Eruv? According to Rabbi Meir, just tell the children that we did a sheet of Mavos. Hmm. They're never going to see it. They're not going to remember that. So, my father told my son, Mambo Jumbo, I never saw it. I didn't see the bread. I never smelled the fresh bread. See it in the Chatzar, this is our, our Eruv? Hey, you heard something once, a long time ago. It's not going to make a Roshan. 
So, <clears throat> we have a, a three-way machlokas over here. Rav Yudah says the halacha is like Rabbi Meir. Rav Hunamar, minig ke Rabbi Meir. Rav Huna says less. The minig is like Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yochanan says even less. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, no am ke Rabbi Meir. No am, that's what they do. That's how they roll. This is not a minig, it's less than that. See Tosos. No goam ke Rabbi Meir. Beperek basra de tainis, meforish, what does it mean that this is what they do? A hurrah, we're not going to do. We're not going to teach that you should do like Rabbi Meir. But if they do it, we're not going to make a machal. We're not going to protest. We're not going to get involved. If they do it, then they do it. But we're not going to tell them they should do it. Who's asking you to protest? Why would you think to protest? They did like Rameir. They did both. So, oh, you don't make a protest, even if they did it. What's the have, Amino? They want to be Machmir like Rameir. Let them do it. What's, what's your problem? You're making a bracha both by Eruba Chatzeros and Shitufa Mavos. And if the halacha is not like Rabbi Meir, that you're required to, that to, in order to make sure the children don't say, we never saw our fathers doing Eruv, Eruv Chatzeros. If you say that's not the halacha, so they're making a bracha by both Eruv Chatzeros and Shitufa Mavos. And if you're not Mechoyev to, it would seem to be a bracha vatala. Still, we don't make a macha. That's the nogu. That's what they do. And we don't interfere with them. Inami, an alternate pshat. Im nimnoim alkein lohavi sakin vechamin l'tzarech milo. If because they didn't do it, right, they, they held like Rabbi Meir, and they didn't do both the shitufim avos and erev chatzeros, and therefore they're no like iser, because they didn't have both heterim established, and then now they're holding back from bringing a knife or hot water for the needs of doing a milah on Shabbos. So now they're not doing a mitzvah because they say we have some mystery here. So we should tell them, no, we're making a machot. There's no need. We don't pass like a mayor. We pass like a chachamim. And you can bring the knife because you have one and not the other. It's fine. Still, we don't make a machot. Even though they're going to miss out on the mitzvah of milah. We're quiet. There are no who curvy mayor. We're not going to shepherd with them. We're not going to bother them. So that, that's mahalchim, uh, what, what it means. That no ha'am kirbi meir. So the, the Ramam Paskins like Rabbi Meir. Ramam says this, this nusach. Let's take a look exactly. In Erevin Aleph Yutes. Mishnatim b'mavuit srichim la'arev v'chatserus. So just because you made a shitufim avos does not mean that you don't also have to make Erev Chatseris, you do. Why? Says the Ramam, The children should not forget the need to make an Erev Chatseris. They don't see what's going on in the Mavui, in the alleyway. Therefore, 
if the shittuf was made with bread in the mavui, then we, we do rely on that. And there's no need to also do Erev Chatzeros. The kids know where the bread is. They know, they know where the meal is. They're keeping their eye on the meal. Even if they don't generally head out to the alleyway. But the bread, they keep their eye on the bread. So, the Ramam is paskening. Like Rabbi Meir. But also paskening, meaning in, in terms of the version, that, that uh, pass is good enough. If pass is used for the generating the, the partnership in the alleyway, then there's no need to also do Eruv Hatseris, the, the partnership, the merging of the courtyards. And the Ramam in Perik Hey, Halachid Gimel, speaks out the fallout. What if it wasn't done? The Lachachila wasn't accomplished. So if every Chatser, every courtyard in this neighborhood did make their own Eruv Chatseris, they had a merger in the courtyard, each one. And then all the different courtyards got together to merge, the, to, to make a joint partnership to be able to carry from the, the homes to the, the alleyway, the alleyway to the homes, the homes to the, the, the alleyway to the courtyards, the courtyards to the alleyways. But one of the, this group of, of courtyards, one of them, forgot to do shituf mavos. Lo hifsid klum. No worries. Sharei kulam nishtatfu. Val shituf somchen. Velo etzrichu la'arif chatzeros ima shituf. Elo shalo l'shaka chatinokos taras eruv. Varei irva v'chatzeros. It's only one directional. It says they did do eruv chatzeros. So they don't also have to do shituf mavos. If they did shituf mavos with yayin, then they need to do eruv chatzeros. But if they did Erev Chatzeris, they're covered. However, if one of the, the members of the courtyard, the, the I'm sorry, the, uh, the alleyway, there's a courtyard, uh, there are a series of courtyards that are all leading to one shared alleyway. So if one of these courtyards um, did not make a, a shituf, a partnership in the, the alleyway, so asurim bimavui umutarim ne kol chatser So they are restricted from carrying in that mavui. But they're allowed to carry in the chatzer. Shamavui lechatzer is chatzer lebatim. He says that the the Ramam explains that the courtyard um, are the, the various courtyards are are considered like um, 
the, the, the same relationship as Chatzar Labatim. A Mavui to the Chatzar, to the various Chatzeros, is like Chatzar Labatim. So each Mavui, I'm sorry, each Chatzar becomes like a bias. So within that bias, you can carry. So, so, so in that Erev um, Chatzeros, he says you're fine. Even though the the sheet of mavos was not done, and they will not be able to carry that particular mavui, uh, that particularly that particular chotzer will not be able to carry in the mavui. The other ones will be. This one will not, but they can still carry in their chotzer. Saying each chotzer is like a bias on the uh, on the chotzer. So the it's it's uh, it's a various. Uh, set of clusterings. So you, you have a bunch of homes around a courtyard, and that's similar in structure to a bunch of courtyards that are leading into this alleyway. So that the alleyway takes on this kind of super structure of courtyard, a super courtyard, if you will. But, but the fact that one did not, uh, one courtyard did not gen- uh, become a partner in the sheet of Mavos, into the, the alleyways, will not invalidate the whole thing. It's just their, their own problem. That particular chatzar, and they can still carry in their chatzar, because it's like one home. The fact that they, they made an air of so they're, they're covered where they are. Akoponim, the Ramam does <clears throat> seem to Paskin like Rebbe Meir, and that's what Shulchan Aruch does. However, the Ramah does not seem to be as Mahmer. Simon Shin Pezain, Shutfin Bemavui, Trichin La Ariv Bechatzerus is what the Simon is, and that's what the Machaber says. But the Ramah of Yerzcholik, Vigyesh Omrim, De Somchin Ashitov Bemakomerov. He says now, if you did shitov, it's good enough. And he goes even more mekel. I feel alone in Right, as we saw earlier, there's a principle in Erevin going like the, the mekel, like the lenient one. So the Ramah is going full steam ahead, like the lenient one. Even if there is a shitov only with wine, still no need for Erev Chatzeros. The shitov is enough. V'chein somchin Erev b'makom shitov. It's the Rosh and the Mordechai. So, the, the need for shituf and eruv is, is fluid. One is good, you don't need the other, according to the Ramah. So Ashkenazim would be more lenient over here, uh, not as machmer as the Ramah or the Machaber. <clears throat>